final climatic episode of the campaign, you might say, began yesterday. The first horse out of the block is a GOP candidate from Michigan who made his nomination for president official and took the first big steps toward November. Mr. Chairman and delegates, I accept your nomination for president of the United States. Mitt Romney had no backdrop of questions about his conservatism. He had to face no combative questions from challengers like Newt Gingrich or Rick Santorum. No, it was a hall full of unity in Tampa, and Mitt Romney had a face full of confidence. What is needed in our country today is not complicated or profound. It doesn't take a special government commission to tell us what America needs. What America needs is jobs, lots of jobs. And Mitt Romney's message is those jobs are in his grasp, not Barack Obama's. Obama's spirit and jet stream vision of four years ago, all the Obama magic, Romney says, is gone. Hope and change had a powerful appeal. But tonight, I'd ask a simple question. If you felt that excitement when you voted for Barack Obama, shouldn't you feel that way now that he's President Obama? You know there's something wrong with the kind of job he's done as president when the best feeling you had was the day you voted for him. We go down to the Tampa Convention Complex where Todd Zwillick has been reporting on the convention for us all week long down in Tampa, Florida. Uh, Reporting on Skype this morning. Todd? Hi, John. So uh, what were the optics yesterday? It seemed to me we haven't really seen... This confident, non-combative, non-defensive Mitt Romney in a completely, um, you know, embracing sort of audience setting there. It really did move us forward, it seems. It did, because Mitt Romney could be that way that you just described in the comfort of his party. One sense that I got, and this might be a little bit subjective, but John, you kind of hit on a feeling that I had of the non-combative. It's not that he didn't have any fight in him in, in this speech, and he wasn't ready to take a fight to Barack Obama. This is a campaign after all, but a, a less combative uh, Mitt Romney than you see in campaign speeches out on the trail in his own environment, his own party, giving a vision that he wants people to follow for the country. And I thought it was interesting because of how hard Mitt Romney has fought to be able to get to that place with all of the difficulty he's had convincing conservatives that he was one of them. Remember how tough that primary was with all of the difficulty he's had well, with all the difficulties, had sort of sort of displaying himself as a genuine conservative after being the governor of Massachusetts and being accused of being a flip flopper, he was calm in this environment. He was confident. He gave his own. You know, the first sort of fifteen minutes of the speech was his own bio and his own words, his own experience meeting his wife Anne when they were young, how they you know got started and had their kids. A real nice bio story. Then he got to explain the Bain experience in his own words, which was a unique opportunity. For him, it's not that he's never touched on it before out in the campaign trail, John, but in this environment with a nice script, a nice long speech, 45 minutes to himself, everybody paying attention, with everybody else having built up his biography and his narrative up until that point, he was able to explain in his own words what the Bain experience was, which was to him a business that he started, that they were just trying to make businesses more efficient, that he was successful at it, and that he's proud that he was successful at it. It was, now, it was interesting that he, he framed it not as a you know, faux rags to riches story, but, but as a kind of a, I had to go out on my own, otherwise I'd be under my dad's shadow for the rest of my life. And I, you know, that, 
oddly is is a, is an angle that I think people can relate to, even if they can't relate to the fact that he's a billionaire. That's true, but it's also going to be a question of timing on that issue. Mitt Romney did do that last night, but the other side has spent months and months building a narrative about the Bain experience and what it is. Think back to vulture capitalism and all those people they tried out who said they lost their jobs because of Mitt Romney, or the narrative that says Mitt Romney never really built anything like a car or a doorknob. All he did was sort of reap profit from foundering companies. That's the democratic narrative on the Bain experience. Mitt Romney has his own, which is much more positive, but here we are Here we are in September or on the cusp of September, and the other side's been doing it for months. That'll be interesting. Well, you know, I thought what was strategically interesting on the Republican side, and whether this is a Mitt Romney decision or his handlers or his entourage or whoever's running the campaign there, you know, it really seemed as though the opportunity they did was not to redefine Mitt Romney was not to present something fundamentally new. They didn't overplay the whole smushiness thing. I mean, I like the stories that he told, but he didn't overplay them. Uh, you know, I'm thinking of Al Gore telling that story about his uh, sister dying of lung cancer, which I thought sure. was way overplayed, way over the top. It seemed to me they just presented him so that if Americans were watching that speech last night and hadn't paid a lot of attention to the campaign, they were able to come away saying, oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I get him. I get him. Mm-hmm. Let's see how he does against Barack Obama, really setting the the starting line at zero, not coming back from like a, 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 neg- a set of negatives from the primaries. They really that's, start on the starting line. That's what convention allows you to do to an extent. But I would personally be a little bit careful to the extent that this winds up being an equal start on the starting line in terms of the public's perception of Mitt Romney. Because it's not positive, they, you know, polling have your positives and negatives, and Mitt Romney's negatives remain very high. Now, don't be surprised if in the next two days those negatives dip after he gets to describe himself in his own terms and in his party's own terms. That's what you get. You get those negatives down, and he really, really needs to do that. And I think it was very clear that that was a huge part of his mission last night. He didn't spend a great deal of time bashing Barack Obama directly. Now, he certainly did criticize the Obama administration in the four years of the experience. He certainly did criticize what he would call the Obama economy and slow recovery. He absolutely criticized it. But it was a much smoother, much more heartfelt delivery and a much more Mitt Romney-centric delivery. Will those negatives go down, Sean? Sure. But again, the months and months and months that Obama for America and the Democratic super PACs and all the Democratic groups have spent on the Romney narrative, decidedly negative, you know, his tax returns, the Bain experience. He flip flops on all his positions. He fibs when he talks about President Obama, all of those things. Those things aren't gone. And they didn't spend tens of millions of dollars on them for them to be gone after one Romney speech. Romney certainly helped himself last night, but I don't think he erased the last uh, no, three no. or four months of this no, campaign. No, there's, there's a whole other shoe to drop from uh, Charlotte next week, and you'll be there reporting on that. Uh, continuing on uh, some of the themes that maybe weren't mentioned at this uh, Republican National Convention in Tampa that has now been gaveled to a close. Todd Zwillick, Takeaway Washington correspondent in Tampa on Skype for us. We'll be back in a moment after a break. At Radiolab, we love nothing more than nerding out about science, neuroscience, chemistry. But, but we do also like to get into other kinds of stories. Stories about policing or politics, country music, hockey, sex. 
of bugs. <laughs> Regardless of whether we're looking at science or not science, we bring a rigorous curiosity to get you the answers. And hopefully make you see the world anew. Radio Lab adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Wherever you get your podcasts.